Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. We love bringing you the biggest names from the world of country music here on the podcast, so thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already, and that way you'll never miss an episode. And if you're in the UK, you can listen to Absolute Radio Country live and enjoy the no-repeat guarantee. It's our promise to never play the same song twice during your workday between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Right, on with the podcast. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. It's Absolute Radio Country, and I'm Balin Leonard, joined today by an actor, a performer, a musician. He first graced our screens in the starring role of Gunnar Scott in the uh, television show Nashville. And since then, he's been in an award-winning sitcom. He started in movies. I saw him as a prince or two uh, <laughs> over Christmas. <laughs> and he's remained a familiar face and a fan favorite in the country music community, Sam Palladio. Hello. Good morning. Good How morning. I'm really good. So uh, welcome back to your homeland. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Is it? It is, yeah. I mean, this is the longest stretch I've been in England for, for years. I've been here for about three months. So You are in the theatre. You're I'm on the back stage. back on the board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This production of Oklahoma that's at the Wyndham's Theatre. Yeah, beautiful piece of theatre. And, and so it's been really... You know, I trained as a theatre actor. Um, and I've always been looking for the right production or opportunity to come back and do a little theatre. And, um, yeah, this, this, job, this job came along... In this in this show, that's a sort of reimagined, modernized, much darker retelling of of Oklahoma with a live bluegrass band and Curly McLean, who I'm playing in the show, plays guitar, and it's you know so it's a really cool world that's been created. It felt like a good way to spend the summer, you know. That's a great to, way to spend the three summer. Three months in London, uh, see some family. Get back on the stage. Got my little old mug plastered around Leicester Square. <laughs> that must feel nice walking around. There's been this thing with kind of classic theatre in the past, I guess I don't know, five or ten years, where they've they've taken theatre where some of it may have been problematic for today's audiences sure. or, or have themes that would be done differently today, and kind of reimagining it and digging a little bit deeper. And that's kind of Oklahoma is part of that. Absolutely, new yeah, tradition. yeah. It started. Um, it was on Broadway in 2019 and uh, sort of swept the Tonys and it swept the Olivier's here earlier this year. And, and that's it. You know, the text hasn't changed, but actually you examine it, in a, it with a modern lens and lean into those themes and, and it's all there. You know, it's, there's mm. nothing hidden, you know, but you just expose it uh, for what's there. And it's actually pretty modern for an 80-year-old musical. It, it could have been written yesterday, you know. The parallels to what's going on today in the States and in with, you know, with sort of gun control and all this, you know, it's all there in this piece of text and, and leaning into that is is quite shocking, you know, for some of the audiences. Yeah. I go, mean, this the, isn't Oklahoma. You go, actually it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, yeah. People, if they want to see you in this, they need to be quick, right? It finishes uh, September 2nd, so right. get your tickets, kids. Tick you know. tock, tick tock. So you said you started out in the theatre and training in yeah. theatre, but this is your first time in the West End? Um, it's my second time. Oh, I did do a okay. run out, straight out of drama school. I did a, a rock and roll musical called Dreamboats and Petticoats. That oh, was, yes. It was like a jukebox musical. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison and the Everly Brothers and great soundtrack, you know. Um, so, but that was back when I, you know, I'd done nothing. It was my first job. and But we're at the Savoy Theatre. and That's super and exciting first we job. The, yeah, then we went to the Playhouse Theatre. So... And I loved those few years, you know. Mm. Um, 
So I have been on the boards, but never as a leading man. I was an understudy back then, and that was a show where I played, you know, played bass guitar. It was all like a live, a live band. So we were all playing all that kind of stuff live, which was which was great. What about Broadway? Hey, you never know. I'd love to. I'd love to. It's definitely given me a taste, well, more of a taste. It sort of reignited my love of theatre. Um, I guess because you know we had a few years there, pandemic and whatnot. You know, you we weren't, weren't playing shows, gigs and you forget how inspiring and fulfilling a live audience can Mm. be. Um, Nothing to hide behind there. Nothing to hide, but yeah, terrifying, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But obviously something new every night. For me, the the character art, it's really nice to play, having spent years in the TV world, um, the stop start, the learn your lines, okay, you're in a little scene here, and then you don't see it, comes out next year, uh, to actually start the show at 7.30, go through the character's whole journey, you know, end being ending in a different place. Um, it's quite a sense of achievement at the end of the night, actually. Mm. And it's quite, it's a very emotional sort of ending for this, this particular performance, um, this show, which you'll see if you come, but um, uh, quite... Uh, quite jarring and quite uh, everyone's having a breakdown at the end basically but um, <laughs> yeah so to go start to start but you to will finish. come out whistling the tunes well yes you will actually you will because <laughs> yeah, the, music. the music's been re- reorchestrated for a bluegrass band so they are the songs you know mm. in a slightly different uh, context you know I mean it sounds fantastic <laughs> so like like Sam said if you want to go be quick about it and not I mean you're Castmate in uh, in Nashville, mm-hmm. the television show, Mr. Charles Eston, yeah. Chip, to his friends and neighbours, yeah. uh, also started in the theatre. He did, yeah. yeah. I think his first uh, big gig was playing Buddy Holly, um, which uh, I can't remember which theatre he was at, but... Yeah, when but, we had him in um, here, he was like, oh, just yeah, down I played, the road When I played there. Buddy, you know, it's one of <laughs> yeah. his great anecdotes. Walking down memory lane. It's actually my first audition for Bud, was Buddy, I think. Straight, oh, really? Straight out of drama school. The same production that he was in? Yeah, yeah, because uh, I think I think it was here for for many years. Yeah, that would have been something. Don't quote me on that, but um, yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move oh, well, on I then. Could, uh, you know, no comparison to, to Chip. <laughs> We're going to talk about you uh, reuniting with Chip sure. in a moment for... Um, Nashville, the reunion tour, which is coming over to the UK soon. But um, let, let's let's go back because and I'm sure you've told this story many times, but it's great for people to hear because if people know you from the television show Nashville and mm. more and more people discovering the television show Nashville yeah. every day, That's producer right. Adam over here in the corner has just started watching it, just yeah. through um, series one. That seems like for you, it must have happened quite quickly. Like I think I've heard before you basically auditioned on Skype or, or yeah, Zoom yeah, or whatever you yeah. use. So tell us that story. Skype. No, um, it was 2012. I just left the theatre. I, I decided that I'd. And where were you living at this point? So I was in. I was here in the centre of London. So actually, uh, I was playing a lot of bands as a kid. You know, so rock bands and and doing the theatre thing as well. Moved to London. Went to drama school. Went to Rosebery for college. And they did this amazing actor musician degree. So you could train as a straight theatre actor, but also everybody played instruments on this course. So you'd be doing Shakespeare and plays and writing scores and bringing live music into theatre. Very much like what I'm doing in this yeah, production of Oklahoma very much the at, the at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of the perfect comparison. And so I'd done a few years in the theatre, but I'd always loved TV and film. And as I'd trained predominantly as a theatre actor, I think we had two or three weeks at the end of, at the end of our three-year degree, which was like, here's how to act on camera. 
you're like, okay, well, I've got two weeks to learn how to, which is actually a huge part of the industry, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So I'd gone, well, I really want to lean into this. And, and at the time, now I think about it, I had this agent who um, <laughs> I remember saying to her, you know what, um, is there any chance I might be able to get an audition for something for the screen? You know, any, anything, a little bit part in something? And, and she just went, oh, darling, you know, I was, I was about 22 or something. Oh, darling, you know, you're just, you're, you're just a little bit nothingy. <laughs> oh, oh, if you had an accent or something, you know, if you had a Scottish accent, I could get you a little part in this as a... But, you know, you're doing your theatre thing very well and just keep doing that, you know. So I thought, I thought oh, yeah, I'm a bit nothingy, yeah, maybe... maybe. And then I thought, you know what? I'm not. <laughs> so I fired her. <laughs> Good. And uh, I started doing a couple of acting, uh, like, sort of extracurricular screen acting classes at the Actors' Centre here in the cent- mm. in central London, just off Seven Dials. And, uh, yeah, did a did a casting director workshop and um with this wonderful woman kelly valentine hendry and she was like you know you've got something i'm gonna put you in touch with yada 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 so had a little bit of a confidence boost there and then um i got this american manager at the beginning of 2012 and she the first thing she sent me was this script for nashville which was at the time looking for actors who could really sing who could really play they didn't want to they didn't want to fake it. They didn't want to do the whole, you know, just mm. air strumming, you know, <laughs> yeah. hands moving up and down a guitar, no chords kind of thing. So I thought, yeah, this is right in my wheelhouse. And at that point, I'd been really into sort of 70s folk and was diving into that Laurel Canyon thing and oh, Neil okay. Young and Crosby, Stills, Nash. And, you know, my dad being like, have you heard this record? And no, I haven't. And, you know, I discovered James Taylor, who became like one of my heroes. And um, and so, yeah, it came at a really, a really great time musically for me so i played a james taylor song for the for the audition and which one uh you can close your eyes okay. beautiful little sort of b-side um and this was so, on skype this was yeah this was basically on i had a, a really old laptop with some you know one megabyte camera or something you know <laughs> who knows what it was and just i used to stay up so late i still do actually but you know i probably put the, the tape down about three in the morning one night thinking well, you know, I'll give it a shot. Um, I'm nobody, you know. Uh, I, we'll see what happens. And, yeah, a few days later, got a call being, ABC really like your audition tape. You know, you've got a chance. Oh, OK, yeah. No, they really like you, you know. Right, right. Skip a few days and I got offered the job. Um, and I so had you to, just had to do that one audition? So I did, yeah. Wow. Um, I, I had to redo the tape. Because the, they're like, do in, you have a better camera? Basically, they were like, it's in your bedroom. We can <laughs> see your bed. Um, you know, uh, go to this casting director, do it in an office with a better camera, and we'll use that for your screen test, kind of thing. Uh, so I skipped this whole thing, which I later found out about, which was like pilot season, where mm. you go to LA and you do seventeen rounds, and then they screen test you and chemistry read you with. You know, I never met Claire Bowen, who who played Scarlett. Which is crazy, really, because yeah. a lot of the industry at that point was definitely like chemistry read, get you in the room. Do we think they're the right pairing? Mm, not sure. So I just got this job, and then they were like, right, off to Nashville in two weeks. Okay, turned up. Um, and you'd never been to Nashville. Never before. been to America. Never I was been to saving America. up. I was saving up to go out for pilot season. Pilot season, for those who don't know, is, is yeah, basically where they the networks commission all their brand new shows for the first episode and then they test them and see what happens and and maybe they turn into a show so it was also like Nashville was a real gamble at that point because it was just a one episode and who knows Um, but you sign that six seven year contract on day one I'm thinking yeah yeah whatever (laughs) and six seven years later we wrap oh (laughs) 
that happened. What was it like when yeah. you got to Nashville? It was pretty amazing, really. Um, but I guess also you're kind of, in some ways, in a bubble as well because yeah. you're you're there to to do this job with a yeah. bunch of other people to do this job. True. Um, so probably a, on the one hand, a great way to make your first trip over, and on the, mm. the other hand, you're like, what's over there? Yeah, I guess so much about the the history of the music that had been created there. You know, we were shooting this TV show, but at the same time, walking around and exploring and going to studios and and walking music row and going, oh, wow, you know, Elvis recorded here, Dolly Parton recorded here. Oh, this is this is where this happens, you know. Uh, the Grand Old Opry, um, all this stuff that was quite alien to me, but really exciting. Um, yeah, because I suppose even if you don't know the the kind of lineage or the history or the yeah. importance of something, you can, you can kind of feel it in those places anyway mm-hmm. when you get there, even if you don't know the history of the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. There's something that you can feel when you're in that building. I remember, like, when I got the audition, Googling, like, right, country music. Because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. You know, I wasn't a fan. I right. wasn't like, country music's my thing. Here's my shot. Fantastic. I'm doing what I want to do. Um, obviously, I appreciate all sorts of music and was just really excited. To, but I, I, I remember being like, right, country music, Nashville, you know, search, Grand Old Opry, what, what the hell's that? Grand Old Opry, okay, click. Oh, it's a radio show. And then, like, finding a little digital radio and putting it on and um, and being like, oh, this is cool. And I think it was, um, should have been a cowboy and we roll the dice. What's that song? <laughs> it's, um, it's, um... Breaking the young girl's heart, just like it's Gene and Roy. I should yeah. have been a cowboy. But, um... Toby Keith! There we go, Toby Keith. Lord have mercy. Anyway, just being like, wow, this Grand Old Opry thing sounds cool. <laughs> and then three weeks later, I was there filming at the Opry, and like, wow. And actually met Kate Taylor, who was James Taylor's sister that night. And I thought, oh, I love your brother, and I just auditioned with his song for this show, and oh my God, I'm here. And you know, we became friends. <laughs> She's like, good for you, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what were the culture shocks like for a Brit, having never been A, to America, B, to Nashville, which is a very specific kind of mm. thing in its own right? Culture shocks. It was probably more of a cholesterol shock. Right, um, yeah. Because you go, that looks good. What's this? Biscuits and gravy. Oh. What? Ooh, what's that? Oh, that looks good. What's that? You know, triple stack pancakes. Oh, yeah. So just how friendly everybody was. And that's that's why I've stayed. You know, I still live there. It's, the show the show finished in 2018. But Yeah, so you could have left. Yeah, you could have been like, okay. I could have been like, cool, that job's finished. But I was like, no, this is um, a really important city to me. It's been... It has been through a very formative period of my life and and so welcoming. And we really felt that the, the industry was supporting us. You know, we could have been this show that came in and everyone was like, get out of town. You know, like, look at these actors, like, trying to fake this. Yeah, yeah. You know, but doing yeah, a terrible job of re- representing our city. But Really embraced by the, really not embraced, only the city, yeah. but also the country music community yeah, as well. Yeah, and of course, just all the, you know, we had so many amazing cameos on our show yes. throughout the years, which was a a testament to yes they they wouldn't have been on it if they you know we had all sorts yeah Literally, i mean they they, so they many you had, Brad you had Carrie Underwood, Reba, you know everyone so they signed off on us so <laughs> <laughs> you also got to play like some of the most iconic venues in in 
not just Nashville, but in kind of music yeah. in general. You mentioned the Grand Ole Opry and, of course, the Ryman, the yeah, Bluebird yeah. Cafe. Do you, yeah. What's your favorite one that you play? In and, of course, you now get to play them up. as Sam Palladio. Yes, true, true. Well, some of the crazy things was that, that at the time we didn't realize what an impact it would have, the show would have globally. Yes. So I was thinking, cool, I'll go to America and do this American TV show and it'll be shown in America. Oh, no, we're in like 75 countries worldwide. Mm. So... Uh, the response over here in the UK and Europe was huge. So we talk about like playing venues and stuff. And of course, yes, the Ryman uh, is hallowed ground, amazing venue. But then the opportunities that came a few years later were, oh, we get to do three shows at Royal Albert Hall. We got to sell out the O2 Arena with the Nashville tour. And and so some of those things were uh, are still like pinch me moments. And it was all a bit of a blur, honestly, because the show, we did six years and, and 10 months of each year would be a season so mm. you go wow you know little break in the summer little break at christmas but so those those that timelines do swirl in and out for me a little bit I but bet. some some of those real um place markers are yes oh that was the year we did this that was the year we did the o2 wow look at that was it a slow burn for you in terms of like you sam realizing a this show is huge and b oh people know who i am now or or was it kind of one of those things where it just happened and you were like oh here Um, we are it it was a it was certainly in nashville it was it was madness because at Mm. that point after the show started airing tourism has always been huge there obviously but it really did start to explode so yeah in the city we were in a bit of a bubble because you couldn't really tell because yeah we were mega stars you know in nashville couldn't go anywhere and you know, initially you're like, oh, this is cool as hell, you know. And were people and like, you're British? Yeah, and everybody, the boys from Busted were coming in down here at the studio. Oh my God, lovely to meet you. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, we, we watched all of Nashville. I'm like, you're British? Where are you from? Like, Cornwall. <laughs> what? So it's... Um, they still don't know. Yeah, yeah, they still don't know, which is which is great, which is... That's um, a testament to your American oh, thanks, accent. Man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I always love that when people go, wow, I had no idea. So you just suddenly, like, you're in this bubble, this is all happening, and then, you know, you step out of this bubble, and there's yeah, and people then, screaming your name. Yeah. Gunner! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love you, Gunner! Um, but yeah, and it's certainly translated over here as well, so it's been good, but that that level of sort of success, that it, it's, it's really nice to meet fans, and mm-hmm. it's not overwhelming. Yeah. And, you know, I can't imagine what Taylor and Ed do, you know, on a daily basis, you know, how you get around that sort of level but um yeah certainly the the music community embraced us and and fans were more than just that kind of comic con like i want to meet this actor yeah. it was like your music and obviously the music was was chosen for us to a, to an extent on the show but amazing song choices, you know, from T-Bone. Well, Burnett. that's the thing. The music is so yeah, good. Like, it, the, it still stands up. I mean, we of still, course, some yeah. of it's on our, our playlist. It still pops up. Yeah, There's yeah. Stuff from Nashville that absolutely holds its own. Yeah, definitely. Amongst all the other country music that and we so play I on the station. So I think fans were able to, one, enjoy the show as a, as a piece of entertainment and then take away the songs and have them on their journeys to work and, yeah. and you know, really get to have a relationship with those songs. Um, which has just extend, you know, continued for ten years, and I think we were talking earlier. It, it's a relatively timeless piece in terms of music choices and those that window. You know, there's not lots of dodgy CGI. It's like yes, <laughs> we're yes. at the Grand Ole Opry. We shot there. Where we shot at the Bluebird. <laughs> we're here on Broadway. You know. Yeah, there's not a green screen. Yeah, yeah. Apart from when I I did a 
an episode with Elton John, and they um, they, they they green screened in a few extra thousand fans. But, yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, but that's fine. Well, that, but, yeah. that's fine. I mean, a lot of people, you know, ask me in different things that I do, like, oh, wh- when do you think the moment that country music started to kind of have this? you know, renaissance or whatever people mm. like to call it in, in the UK. And I, I one of the things I always say is is Nashville, the, yeah. the show, because it really did. Because uh, you didn't have to like country music to be into that show. No. You, you could, it's just a great yeah. show and a great story. And, you know, you get sucked into it quite easily. And then almost by stealth, you know, if you're not a country fan, you yeah, suddenly like, find yourself minute. going, oh. What is, what is this? But then, of course, the what happened after that is it lives on. So yeah. you know, not not a lot of television shows have this um, this kind of long of a tale, mm. as it were, because not only are people still rediscovering it and uh, people still listening to the music, but you guys, as a cast, then get to have your own actual music careers mm. outside of Nashville yeah. and things like Nashville the reunion tour which is coming back to the UK are still absolutely you know popular and people yeah, cannot ticket, wait yeah. so um for you kind of going into this with with some of your mates from from the show yeah. uh, obviously we'll get music from the show but <clears throat> presumably we also get some of your into, you know Charles Eston and and your music and uh, yeah. Claire Bowen, Jonathan Jackson. You guys are playing Manchester, Glasgow, Birmingham, Cardiff, and London. By the yeah. way, tickets in the Absolute Radio ticket store. Um, so presumably it's a mix of that. It's your it music is. and it's Nashville. It music. is, and that's that's what's always been great about us doing these tours. Um, is that it, it's not us stepping up in character. You know, but I'm not Gunnar Scott. You know, I'm Sam Palladio. And, yeah, and. Um, and so the beauty of the show was that everybody was a great singer, songwriter, um, had music careers before. Jonathan Jackson has had a great band, E Nation, for, for a long time that's really cool ambient rock, you know. Um, and, and and so, yes, yeah, certainly the, the reunion tours are about, here's, here's a few songs that you'll know from Nashville and you love, but here's an insight into us as as creators and mm. as songwriters and as artists and and so you know this last two years for me has been all music really so i cut cut my first record and it's all ready to roll so i'm going to be debuting some some oh, songs yeah. on the tour when's that um, coming out we don't have a date yet but it's i it's bet you do imminent. but okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's imminent so i'm hoping to maybe have a first tune out okay while you know, in October. For well, the let tour. us have so a little listen. I will certainly let you guys. We've have got a, a big listen. antenna on top of this building, so you know. We yeah, can... <laughs> yeah, you can get it out to a few. That'd yeah. be good. So, so it's been a, a really beautiful couple of years ma- making the record that that is me, honestly. And, and it took a long time to figure out where where that was because I grew up playing in rock bands. I went this, spent a decade in Nashville absorbing country and Americana, and and then found some middle ground of of actually wrote everything over here in England and that, oh, right. that was the penny drop for me is that I need to get back to my back home and and I lost my mum a couple of years ago and that and that was really you know it's really difficult um but formed such a huge part of this new collection of songs that because I wrote so much over the six seven years being in Nashville on Music Row with great country writers and a lot of American songwriters and then thought there's something missing. I need to. I need to do this in England. I think so. Right. So I did, and that's become the backbone of this this project that that will be coming very soon. Um, so the tour will be some highlights of of the, this new project, some Scarlet and Gunner classics, some you know group numbers, an amazing band behind us. Anything from Oklahoma? 
<laughs> Maybe. I'll get the, I'm sure the cast will come along. <laughs> There's a bright golden haze. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, all right, we should wrap up. We could talk all day, but yeah, you know, you've got things to do. You've got to get, you got to get on stage. Gotta get to, yeah, got to get to the theatre. What's, what's your days like doing... Because uh, you said you're a night owl. Yeah, yeah. So theatre, perfect for you. And, and, you know, here you are in central London, just around the corner from the theatre. Um, yeah. So are you kind of a, a late riser and then you go? Well, and, you know, what, what kind of life are you leading? what an eight-show week was like yeah that's heavy it's heavy and it's a big show it's a big show it's a big emotional show for me there's there's a lot of moving parts uh it's like i said it's really it's a real challenge in a, in a great way so you know when i took the job i was like great i just work in the evenings you know have a full i can do full days of this and that and i have been doing a lot of songwriting and working on a few tunes with some producers over here so there has been a bit of a bit of work in the afternoons but yeah when you suddenly you know, you do like two shows on a Wednesday and then you think like, right, well, Thursday, I'm, I don't go to the theatre till five, so great, I'll fill... And then Thursday morning runs around, you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't booked all this <laughs> all this press and then run to the studio and then do, oh, God, I'll try and go to the gym because I'm eating a I feel that's quite pointed, actually, show and, since you're sat here doing press. There we go, you know. But um, things like this, mate, you know, you don't, you don't pass up the opportunity to say hello uh, The to last you. time we saw each other, Mary Morris gig, you were, yeah. oh, you, you were, you were on, um, you were opening up for Mary Morris. I was, yeah. Her only UK solo show. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're exactly putting your feet up when you're not on there stage. There we go, yeah, and that was the, that was the most intense because uh, I'd done three weeks of rehearsal <clears throat> and then my opening night was the Monday uh, Wednesday I had the night off to come do the Marin show <laughs> so I was kind of rehearsing my band in the evenings whilst rehearsing the play in the afternoons opening night great and then right now I've just got to put the music head back on and go do this Marin show which was was amazing and thanks to everybody that came out and, um, and a great chance to try some of these new songs out that you'll hear on the tour but uh yeah, like I like to keep busy, you know. Like oh yeah, busy. well yeah, yeah, you're busy. I mean, maybe we'll see you as a prince again as well. Our right, favorite maybe, incarnation. Maybe, thank, yeah, the old princess switch on Netflix. Oh yeah, um, I can't get enough of that. Yeah, cause that, 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 that's another gift that keeps giving every Christmas. I bet. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I was in that trilogy of movies with <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens and, and here everybody comes yeah, it's that time again and then you get the fans that are like it's July and I'm watching it you're like why why are you watching it <laughs> but hey whatever makes you happy yeah it's um, very popular I mean it, it is yeah everything t everything you touch turns to gold no, I'm not sure about that but. Uh, so lots, lots of chances to uh, get a new album on the way at some yeah, point yeah, yeah. Uh, Nashville the reunion tour coming to the UK you can get your tickets Absolute Radio ticket store let's play out with the song from the show Nashville what Love shall it. we play ooh the go to my favourites always fade into you myself and Claire Bowen great a great Scarlet and Gunner duet that sort of started the journey for the characters and, and the musical life of the show the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country an in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll have another dropping soon for y'all, so don't forget to keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 